Are you tired of social media posts that boast the perfect family? Has it ever made you question what you are doing wrong? Have you ever questioned why God would entrust you to raise another human, let alone two or more? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm here to assure you that God does not make mistakes. You are the parent of your children on purpose. That's right, you, in all your imperfection. I want to encourage you that with God's help, you can parent your kids exactly how they need. Sure, you'll make mistakes along the way, but we have God's grace to fill in our gaps, and He's just waiting to lift you up and help you out. So join me today as we partner with God in our parenting journeys for an uplifting message of hope. But don't forget to say hi to God first. He loves you and is waiting for you to hang out with Him each day. Ready? Let's go! Loneliness and depression are on the rise since 2020 hit us hard. At What's the Occasion Club, we are on a mission to fight against that rising tide through simple acts of kindness that let people know they're seen and loved. You can join this mission and give your kids something fun to do at the same time. Head over to whatstheoccasion.club to join us. Not ready to join the club yet? Sign up for our newsletter for great ideas on random acts of kindness and occasional deals and freebies exclusive to our newsletter subscribers. No purchase necessary. Come on over and sign up for the newsletter and see what's new at whatstheoccasion.club. Today is National Eat What You Want Day. So go grab your favorite snack and let's get started. Today is Tuesday, May 11th, if you're listening to this live. Even if you're not, it still is. So it's in the middle of a celebratory season at our house. This past Sunday, uh, Saturday was my youngest's 12th birthday. So I have a 12-year-old now. Sunday was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all my moms out there. I hope you had a really awesome day. Or maybe you just like to relax on Mother's Day. I hope you got spoiled. I hope you got treated beautifully. Because mothering is hard work and you deserve it. And then tomorrow, Wednesday, is my oldest daughter's 15th birthday. So then I'll have a 12 and a 15-year-old. So every year this time of year, we have three big events. Next year, I actually get to share Mother's Day with my youngest. So it'll be her 13th birthday, which is a pretty cool age for a girl. So it'll be really fun to share it with her. It's the first time that I've shared Mother's Day with her. My oldest, I have actually shared Mother's Day with her twice. For whatever reason, it just happens to run into her birthday more often. They were both born the Friday before Mother's Day. So each year that they were born, it just happened to be the Friday before Mother's Day when they decided to arrive, and they were both late. So interesting timing on their part. They both had the same due date, and it was the same due date as mine, actually. So my mom was expecting me the same day that I was expecting both of my girls. I was extremely early because apparently I couldn't wait to get out and start living life. 
and my girls were both late because apparently I create a very cozy environment. So <laughs> I had to evict one of them and the other one almost had to be evicted, but she decided to finally come and bless us with her presence. And she's been blessing us with her presence for 12 years. So good for her. <laughs> so I thought I would do a little bit of a celebratory episode today. And <laughs> we like to laugh at our house. And I was thinking about what would be really fun is thinking about all those things that our parents have said to us that we probably swore to ourselves that we would never say to our kids. I bet you something just popped right into your head. I would love to know what it is. So please comment on what it is, either here in the episode or over on our Facebook page. Please tell me what popped into your head when I said, what do your parents say? did your parents say that you swore you'd never say? And make sure you tell me whether or not you said it, because we all become our parents at some point in some way, maybe not entirely, but eventually our parents come out of our mouths for sure. My mom always told me to act like a lady. I wasn't brought up super proper or um, I was, you know, blue collar, wasn't anything like I wasn't raised with privilege. So it wasn't that kind of act like a lady. But when we go to a restaurant, she would always tell me to act like a lady. And she still does, actually. <laughs> and she tells the same to my girls, actually. That's something I actually don't say to them, which you would think I would because my mom said it so much to me. Whether it was out of necessity or habit, I'm not sure. Probably a little bit of both. But we joke about it now. So act like a lady is something that my mom has always and still does say to me. Some other fun things that have come out of my mouth that I swore. This one's a big one. I bet this is really popular with most of you is because I said so. Because when we're kids, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear because I said so. We want an actual reason. We don't accept that as the reason. And isn't that the reason that we have to accept from God sometimes? Because he said so. That's it. That's the reason. And we have to trust him. That's okay. So I have definitely said that because I've realized that the authority is important. And so my kids, whether they have thought, I'm never going to say that or not, I don't know. They've never said that to me out loud, but I have definitely realized the value in saying because I said so. But when I was a kid, an inquisitive kid, I hated that answer. No, I wanted a good, solid reason. My mom actually didn't say that to me very often. She was always good about giving me a reason. She used to say, if I couldn't think of a good reason, why not? Then my answer was yes. I remember her saying that to me more than once. But um, I heard because I said so from other authorities in my life. So I definitely heard it and I hated it. But now I realize the value in it as a parent. Some other popular phrases that we tend to try not to repeat. I'm not asking. I'm telling. I say a version of this to my daughter, my youngest especially. She called me on this the other day because I try to be kind of polite when I'm telling them to do a chore. And I try to say please because I'm trying to teach them manners. And so I said, could you please straighten up the mudroom? And she, out of nowhere, 
<laughs> the gall to look at me and go, no thanks. I was like, well, at least you were polite about it, but I wasn't actually asking. I was telling you. She goes, well, then why did you say please and ask me if I could? I said, let me restate that. <laughs> and then I told her in no uncertain terms to clean the mudroom. And she did. But she called me on that. She called me on not being assertive enough. I was mostly impressed, actually, but I couldn't let her know that. So, Drew, if you're listening many years later to this podcast, if it still exists, way to go on calling me out on that. <laughs> Good for you. Another one. I like this one. When you have kids, I hope they're just like you. Anybody else cursed by their parents with that one? I'm raising my hand. Oh, yeah, my mom. I feel like it was at least once a week when she would just look at me. I was I must have really irritated her. She, I hope you have one just like you. And she was just so mad. She must have cursed me a million times over. It worked. <laughs> Another one. Don't use that tone with me. Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. I don't say that. I don't like that one. That has been said to me, though. Uh, you better wipe that look off your face. <laughs> I, I love ones like that because it's like, oh, like that one. And then another one is, <laughs> sorry, don't look at me with those eyes. <laughs> what other eyes do you want me to look at you with? I don't have any other eyes. <laughs> those crack me up. One day you'll thank me. Well, sure. They're going to thank us someday for some things, for sure. That is almost prophetic, don't you think? But it's no fun in the moment when you're the kid. God gave you a brain. Use it. Have you said that one to your kids yet? A guilty. I have. Most definitely. Uh, this one I haven't said, but <laughs> it's been said to me plenty. Ask a stupid question, get a stupid answer. Or, as Forrest Gump put it, stupid is as stupid does. Let's see. Are your legs broken? <laughs> Are your legs broken? Yeah, that's a that, uh, way to curve around calling your kids lazy, right? Oh, here we go. Here's a famous one. If your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? <sighs> that one was never very effective for me because, honestly... I was kind of excited about bungee jumping when I was a kid. I'm not anymore, and I have absolutely no interest in it because I realized I have a fear of tall, high places and being near the edge of things. Uh, so bungee jumping no longer has an interest in my has has a uh, an effect in my life. But when I was a kid, I'd be like, "Well, if we're tethered to a bungee cord, yeah, absolutely, I would definitely do that." So I don't, I don't actually say that to my kids, maybe because they don't have to deal with a lot of peer pressure because they're homeschooled. So, oh, here's a family favorite. Let's play the quiet game. Who in your family has the hardest time playing the quiet game? I will tell you who loses the quiet game in my family most. It's me. <laughs> Guess what? I'm a talker. Here I am on a podcast. Shocker. <laughs> Let's play the quiet game. Raise your hand out there if you've played the quiet game. Best place to play that is in the car on a road trip. Or maybe on Sunday mornings on the way to church so that nobody gets angry with each other. You all have some time to quiet down on the way to church. 
somebody better be bleeding. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, what? You're actually hoping somebody is bleeding. That makes no sense. I think it's hilarious now as a, as a mom. Because, you know, oftentimes I look at my kids and be like, but you didn't die. So you're okay, right? That kind of goes along with the, you'll live, you know, when there's something going on and they're overreacting. You'll live. Suck it up. You're fine. Rub some dirt on it. Oh, you didn't lose a limb. You didn't lose an eye. You're good. How about this one? This one will probably make you feel old when you say it. I have said it and sometimes I start saying this one and I want to retract it because it makes me feel old when I say it. When I was your age, fill in the blank with whatever you're going to say there. Oh man, I think my kids have had enough stories about when I was their age. You won't melt. You're not made of sugar. And they complain about going outside in the rain or they need an umbrella. Do you have kids who absolutely have to have an umbrella? When they go outside, my, I, mine go through phases. They each have their own umbrella because I've gotten sick of them breaking my umbrella. So I said, all right, here's your umbrella. If you break it, you're getting wet because I'm done with you breaking my umbrellas. That's how I solved that problem. Don't make me pull this car over. Has anybody ever pulled their car over after saying that? Again, hand raised over here. I actually, I actually have. And I did it on the highway once. They were so loud and so obnoxious and being so dangerous in the car, distracting to the driver, aka me, that I pulled over because they were being so loud and whiny. And I think they were fighting actually. And I just had to have it out with them. And they had to understand how serious I was and how dangerous it was what they were doing. So I pulled over on the highway and I fulfilled that. I said, don't make me pull this car over because I will. And I did. I know a lot of us say it and don't mean it, but they drove me to it for sure. They didn't listen. I've told you a thousand times, fill in the blank. Some things we do say a thousand times. Sometimes we say it a million times, right? Oh, man. It's frustrating you have to repeat yourself. My youngest, she, she hates it when I repeat myself. She hates it when I have to have the same conversation with her about something. She will just sit there and be like, I know what you're going to say. So I said, okay, tell me what I'm going to say. And I make her tell me. Most of the time she's wrong. Sometimes she nails it. But I said, you know, what? I have to repeat myself because clearly the first thousand times aren't working. So let's try this a thousand and one. I'll go 1,002. I'll go all the way to 5,000 if I have to, just to drive the point home. Isn't that just the way parenting is? Yeah. Some kids get things the first time. Others, sometimes never. <laughs> and I like this one. This is the last one I'm going to leave you with. We'll see. What does we'll see mean in your vocabulary? Does it mean no? Does it mean probably not? Or do you really mean we'll see? Are you really considering what they've asked? Are you genuinely considering their request? I actually try to hold true to we'll see. I, I try really hard not to make we'll see always come out as a no, because I don't want them to define it that way. So when I say we'll see, I really do mean I'll think about it. Sometimes I just say I'll think about it. 
or I'll consider it or I'll let you know at this time or after dinner or what insert your time of day or day of the week. So we'll see very common phrase to just shove, you know, kind of fluff them off for a while. Maybe they'll leave you alone. Maybe they'll forget about it and they won't ask again. I have found it's a very rare child that forgets their requests. Very rare, right? Somehow that's something they can remember. Somehow their brain stores that in their cute little egotist brains (laughs) because we are all born that way, aren't we? We are all born little egoists. We're all born all about us. And it takes training to get that. I don't think it ever goes away because we are humans, but to train our brains to remember others first and follow that calling that God says to love others. It's really hard. So those are some of my favorite sayings from parents, things that I swore I'd never say, and things that I do say. I would love to hear what you have to share on this subject. Is there something I didn't add to that list that you thought of? Please, please share it in the comments or over on the Facebook page and let me know something that your parents said to you that you swore you'd never say. And make sure you let me know if you decided Ah, I guess that came out of my mouth. (laughs) So thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Tomorrow we'll be celebrating with more birthday cake. And uh, if you like this, please comment, please subscribe, and please share this podcast. It helps people find us. All right, guys, have a great week. Mamas, I want to pray over you right now. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for showing us what it's like to be parents, moms especially. We know what it's like to hold a child within us, to love something that was once a part of us, and that is a bond that is like no other. Thank you, God, for blessing us women, once viewed as the low end of the totem pole, Thank you so much for giving us that privilege to bear fruit in our wombs. Thank you for the privilege of being a mother. Lord, I ask that you would bless each and every mom listening today, that you would give them the strength, the patience, the peace, the confidence to go forth with your strength, with your peace, with your wisdom, and be the mom that you created them to be. Thank you for honoring us with this life that we get to live in partnership with you. Thank you for always being a support to us. Lord, I ask that you would give an extra dose of blessing on these mamas listening. It is in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. All right, parents, go forth. Try not to speak like your parents did. Or maybe you had great parents and they gave such wisdom. Use it. But go forth and see how many times their words come out of your mouth this week. I'll talk to you next week. Do you run on coffee and Jesus? So do we at coffeewithjesusbox.com. 
but we serve more than coffee there. We're providing a bi-monthly delivery of fresh roasted coffee, Bible studies, discussions, and podcasts. So come on over and check us out at coffeewithjesusbox.com and give us a try today. You will be so glad you did. Let us spoil you. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God, where we come together and share our imperfect parenting journeys and invite God to be the center of it. If you liked today's episode, please take a moment to rate and review it and let others know that we exist. That's how they find us, through you, our loyal listeners. See you next time.